Okay, good morning. Today's class is Lunishma Yechmel Daniel Magadai Sem Benema, Lunishma Daniel Kohen Ben Yafa, Rufushalim Harusham Bayamin, Hadin Masara, Rishav Magad, Shifle, Matu Ben Chayer, Rina Babahia, and Tali Ben Esther. Success in Yashamayim, Rishav and Abate, Gadiel Ben Sheva, Emma, Rishav, Shefer, Rishav, Rina Makhub Tovavasha. And also, please share and write the podcast. We will be in New York, August 23rd and 24th in Deal. Uh, that's a closed event, and August, I'm sorry, 22nd, 23rd in Deal, and the 24th, there will be an event in Lakewood. Uh, we will give the last-minute event in Lakewood to make up for the other events. We will give the announcements uh, and the location in the WhatsApp group. Um, this, I'm, I'm going away for a week, so this will be the last class of this week, and then after that, going to New York. So let's talk a little bit about connecting right now to the, the why does Reb Nachman says what's the connection between having faith and miracles like where is the where is the source of having faith and miracles how do we what's, what's the logistics behind it and how do we practically apply that why is why can't I have a miracle without faith like why isn't why do I have to have faith to have a miracle and the the understanding of this is is extremely very powerful the Nefesh Haim tells us black and white he says faith can bring about miracles and obviously, this generation, we are, you know, we're, we're, we're very stuck on the rationalization, we get stuck in our problems, and it's extremely difficult to go into faith when your mind is justifying why you're in it, who's causing it, and etc. That's, I'll tell you, that is the hardest, the hardest thing to say when you're in any situation, the emotional attachment to the situation. And instead of, um, instead of letting it go, we, we, we resist it more and more and more. Therefore, we can't even get into the mindset of a miracle. And this is goes to show you that you know the the importance of crying, out, uh, speaking to God, and having one one thing you always say: God, I don't know anything. God, I don't know anything. I even say a prayer every single day, and remind me how much I know everything. If if uh, if Moshe Rabbeinu knew nothing, if uh, even the greats of the greats recognize they knew nothing, how much more do we that we're not even at that one percent of their knowledge, and we think we know everything. And, and, and that's something that we all have to really, really recognize that anytime God is, is, is basically wants to bring a miracle in your life, he, has to, he first has to get you to let go of your, of your current knowledge, of your current perspective, of your current understanding. Because if you didn't let go, you, you could not understand that you wouldn't be able to, um, like you, you, you'll never have a good day if you, ha- if you don't have a bad day. Because you, you, you will not know what a good day looks like. A bad day just teaches you what a good day looks like. So when we have these situations and in, in our lives, um, it's extremely important to recognize that I have to have that darkness in order to receive light. And, this, and he tells us this, that in, in the generation of the mana, when there was open miracles, obviously the, the, at the time the Hebrews could not see them because they were, they were, they were too, they, we were in constricted consciousness. But he says, the, the way we understand this is very simple. When the sea split, God said to Moshe, why are you crying out to me? Speak to the children of miracle, uh, Israel and tell them to begin to move. In effect, God was saying, it's not up to me. It's on them. If their faith is strong, then the sea will split. If it's not, the sea will not split. So what is up to us and what is up to heaven? What is up to us and what is up to heaven? We do have to create that belief. You have to understand that it's extremely important to be greater than your current circumstances. 
And that's really what, you know, the, the modern definition of faith, I would say today, is, is acting greater than your current circumstances. Can you act greater than your current circumstances? Can you do that? Is that something you could possibly do? And how do I act, how can I get past, how can I think greater than my current circumstances is believe that there's something greater than, than the current situation. And, and that's the difference between rationality and, and surrendering to a, to a much bigger. But, again, it doesn't depend sometimes on heaven. It depends on how much we believe in that the sea will split. How much do you believe it? It's the faith that causes healing. It's the faith that causes the miracles. The faith that causes it. When we lose faith, we lose everything. And believe it or not, the, if, you had a, if you have a mission statement, if they ask you what's your mission statement, Rabbi Nathan tells us, is your whole purpose in this world is to have faith. <laughs> so I, I think Charlie Harari said something beautiful. He says, everybody can admit that God created the world, but not everybody knows that God is in the world. Which is a very strong line. Yes, he did create the world, but is he in the world? Is he, is he in my life every single day? Is he in my life every single day? That's really the question you have to ask yourself. Is he in my life? Does he ex- d- d- yes, he created it, but does he exist? And you'll ask many people today, do you believe God exists? You'll get a lot of people saying no. Will, you say, will, will they agree that he created it? Probably. But does he exist? No. So that's something we have to ponder into our mind um, and really, really go deep. Another thing from the uh, beautiful Hiddush, from the uh, Rameer Schechter, who, who, who lived his whole life with nothing but, nothing but challenges. It says, according to the Kabbalah, the holy name through which God brings about a miracle in a person's life is through the name Ma. Like what, you know, God uses, for example, he uses specific names. For example, if he wants to give you kindness, he uses the name of Yerkevavke, which is the name of 26, right? If he wants to conceal himself, he's concealed through the name 86, which is nature. Um, if he wants to, if you want to tap into the area of, of, of highest mercy, which is starting new in mercy, he uses the name 21, which is ekia, of beginning, of a cleansing, the name of cleansing. So he uses the name Ma, right? The name Ma is 45. He uses that name when he wants you to surrender. The name of Ma means what? What am I? What? Right? What am I going to do about it? When you say something, what are you going to do about it? What? First you have to surrender to recognize you're in a situation. And what are you going to do about it? Not why. Why doesn't say what. Why is the opposite? Why is the resistance what is what am I going to do about the situation? Sometimes a person is in deep despair having tried every single possible option. He finally acknowledges inability to save himself and totally surrenders his God to, life to God. He lifts up his eyes and draw him, draws upon himself a new light from the holy name Ma. So surrendering gives you a, gives you a little bit of a taste Imagine the, you know, my kids are into Harry Potter now. You know, this is, this is Harry Potter craziness in my house now. That's, you know, switch, switch the, uh, that's what they're into now. Um, 
it's a nice, beautiful story. But the lady who wrote it, you know, she apparently she got turned down 13 times. I forgot what's her name again? J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. I, 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 I'm numb to that name already. And the bottom line is she got, she got rejected 13 times. And if you see, you go to Manhattan, you see the Harry Potter store. I mean, it looks like a cult over there. People buying anything. Anything that says Harry Potter, they'll buy. But it's such an obsession today. And still, it's an obsession today. Imagine her after the 10th time she got rejected that she can close her eyes and see the Harry Potter store in Manhattan and see the movies and see that. How in the world was she able to see that vision? How, how, do you, how, is she going, how do you go from one, one, getting turned down one time, two times, three times, four times, five times, six times, seven times, eight times, nine times, ten times, eleven times, twelve, and finally say the thirteenth time is the right. It's funny. Thirteen, thirteen, thirteen measures of mercy, right? The highest mercy is thirteen. It's funny. Oh, thirteen. But how, how, how do you mentally get through that? How does a person mentally get through that? She must have had some kind of surrender. Surrender to believe that this is exactly part of the process. And she closes her eyes and she goes into, into bittle. And that's what Rav Nachman says. He's saying when a person goes and he lifts his eyes and he says, what am I? What am I? Completely surrenders himself. The amazing thing happens. The, 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 the trouble becomes the light. The problem becomes the opportunity. So through surrendering... The problem becomes the opportunity. For just like a birth of, a, of, of, a, of, a, of an egg, an egg has to be completely broken in order to become a new reality. So this is the, the hardest thing for us to practically do is break ourselves, break our, break our intellectual knowledge, break our, uh, just break ourselves to a point of surrender. Because if you get to surrender, you will get a miracle. Because it's, it's a new identity being created. And that's what he's saying here. How many confusions, how many mistakes have we, have we gone in the past? But if, if all we have to really, really do is connect to this name Ma. What is, our, what is our life? What is? Finding the way to surrender completely and letting go and letting go and letting go and letting go and not resist the situation. Just letting go, letting go, letting go as much as possible. And that's what transforms the name of Elohim in heaven, which is the name of, of Teva, because remember, we never get tested through the name of kindness, because then the, the, the revelation will be revealed. There wouldn't be a test. So you never get tested with the name Yurke Vavke, with the name of 26. You get tested with the name of 86. And remember, the higher the number, the, the more, the more, the, the less it's revealed. So the, 80, number, the number 86, which represents nature, is where you get tested. You get tested in nature. But all the ultimate, our job is to convert the 86, to, get to, to go to 45, which is surrender. Then you end up getting 26, which is an amazing concept. Bottom line is, when you, sur- when you pass a test, and the only way to pass a test is through surrendering, is through believing it's for the best, then you get, then, then you get mercy is awakened for you. That's exactly what happened with the Jews when they were splitting the Red Sea. When they were splitting the Red Sea, they, they didn't see anything. They surrendered to believe that the sea was going to split. That surrendering, that, that created a miracle, and that miracle created a miracle from above. So that's how, that's how the logistics works. This is something I constantly ask um, 
And this is exactly what Rabbi Nachman says in, in Sefer Hamidot. What does he say? Miracles are performed for a person who has undergone a test. I just told you the, exactly the logistics behind it. Miracles are performed for somebody who's gone, uh, who has undergone a test. So ultimately the test has to be the testimony. But you have to have the test in order to invoke the miracle. So how you handle the test is truly, truly or not whether or not you are going to invoke that miracle in your life. Because what happening is, is through the test, you become transformed to a brand new reality. And that new reality, for example, the Babasali, he used to give people physical things to bless them. He used to give them an Iraq. Here, here's a, here's a bottle of Iraq, a bottle of liquor. It's the first time the liquor has actually healed people, right? <laughs> Just to show you, it wasn't, not that the that person needs, the, 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 but he physically needs, when he, ta- when he says, oh, I got this from the Baba, his beliefs change. It's almost like the placebo effect. Oh my God, I'm blessed. I'm blessed because I got a bottle from the Baba Sali. And now he starts thinking and he's thinking, he can think it's medicine, he can think it's healing. But what happens is, is a new belief. It's the placebo effect. So these Sadiqim had to give people physical things because they knew that their faith is not so strong that they could just rely on, on, a, on a bracha or a blessing. So when they get a physical thing, oh, I got the physical thing. You know, like people think that when they get the red string, they're not going to have an evil eye anymore. <laughs> right? You understand? The biggest segula, that, and they say sometimes it's a, it's a gula, it's a, it's a remedy for wealth. It's a remedy for wealth for the person who sold it to you. <laughs> not, not, not for you. He, he ha- he's going to get a remedy for wealth. But with, another thing, a miracle is performed for a person who is willing to sacrifice his name to sanctify God's name. Can you sanctify God's name? So sometimes we put in a situation to sanctify God's name. But remember, heaven cannot give it to you like this. You're not going to expect to see the sea splitting. You have to create an arousal. You have to create some kind of flow below in order for the upper flow to come. Another thing Rav Nachman says, one who rejoices in his suffering merits a miracle. These are all situations where people are getting tested and are able to have, be better than the circumstances. Can you be better than the circumstances where you want to go to sleep, instead of sleeping you wake up and you do what you need to do? His bodudut, private conversation with God, brings salvation. The same thing. The effort of talking, talking to God today is the modern day of self-sacrifice. Why? Because it's extremely challenging to have a conversation. It just goes to show you that how bad the communication is in the world between husband and wives, between teachers, it's because we can't communicate. <laughs> we don't know how to communicate. We don't know how to communicate. But if we communicate with our Creator, He would give us the ideas on how to speak. But that brings you salvation. Charity also brings salvation. You give charity, that also brings. Why? Because when you're giving charity, the money itself gets transformed into, the money should have been blood. And the blood is the atonement. So the blood, the same word as money and dam is blood. So when you give the blood, that's the atonement for the problem, then the miracle comes. So it's another thing is we always pray, when we, before we start praying, we always try to give charity before we pray. 
Um, just because prayer itself is a, is a place of clarity. And the reason why we don't have clarity in our life is because we have an evil inclination that's, that's blocking us. So we have to constantly. Before God performs a miracle for a person, He first will fall upon hard times. The extent of which is determined by the magnitude of the miracle. So think about an area of your life where you felt really, really on hard times and you handled it correctly, you, you got a miracle afterwards. Just think about that, think about that. I, was, I remember that seven, eight years ago, that line when I was going through major chaos in my life. Now we just go through mini chaos. Before we had a you know, major, major storm, but now we have little, little storms. But that is the, the extent of the hard times is the magnitude of the miracle. Because again, when you have a really bad day and then you have a really good day, you're, you're a different person. In order to merit a miracle, you have to make sure that you do not have any kind of, connect to any kind of idolatry or any kind of tarot readings or any kind of uh, kishuf. You know, all those things do not bring miracles because that, then, you're get, then you're connected to energy from the other side. So it's extremely important that pick up the prayer book and, and put down the horoscope. Anytime we're talking about signs, it's only strictly for character development, behavior, noticing patterns of behavior. Never is it used to predict the future or that, because the future can change in a blink of an eye with one prayer. Through charity, charity frees you from having to rely on human beings for help. Through charity, you will not need human beings to help you. Trusting in God enables you to understand that your salvation is from Him and not from a human being. So that's another thing. Trusting in God also, there's a passage that says, one who trusts in God will be surrounded by mercy. One who trusts in man will be cursed. That's the verse. So we have the... We have to understand, wherever we put the trust, we are under the jurisdiction of man. Who knows if the person has good intentions? Trusting in God will surround you with mercy. When a person finds himself being tested, he should know that if he if withstands the test, God will perform a miracle for his sake. Again, same concept. Test, miracles. Test, some, so sometimes things don't make sense. Even to the point where Rav Nachman tells us, and, and there's, a, there's a specific Kabbalistic reason for this. It's because anything good in life comes down from, the, from gold, comes down from the north. And the north also is connected to what? Anger. So you can see that blessings don't come from chesed, they come from the left. They come from the gevura. When you're getting tested, you're getting tested from the left. You're not getting tested. Right, again, right means chesed. It's revealed. Test means concealed. So the concealment means you have to pass the test. So anytime you're passing the test, obviously what comes up? Anger, confusion, sadness, all of these emotions come. And you have to recognize it's just a test. It's just a test. You know, you ever hear that, the alarm and, you know, sometimes you go to the mall. This is just a test. Do not leave the building. It's just a test. So we have to think about trying to convert threats to test. 
what we see in life as a, thre- as a threat, you need to start saying, this is just a test. It's a test. Convert your threats to test. Period. By trusting in God, what merits rejoicing. And also, when you, when you say something is a challenge versus a, th- a threat, instead of having anxiety, you'll have excitement. That's another important thing, because if you look at something as a threat, you're constantly going to go into panic. And anxiety and fear will, will come. But if you look at something as a challenge, excitement and adrenaline will come, which is very similar to emotion. So you have to look at this as a challenge, not a threat. And that will just by looking at, remember at the end of the day, we spoke about a couple days, that the light from God just comes down without, without meaning. So I could say, is this a challenge or is this a threat? Is this a challenge or is this a threat? God should help us all because you will be tested in the level that you're at. And they never get smaller. When you go get bigger, they say, new level, new devil. New level, new devil. Yes. A new level means a new evil inclination. Comes right at at that new level. New level, new devil. Think about that concept. Trusting in God and he will reward you with his loving kindness. A trust in God will surround you by mercy. A person who prays joyfully. By praying with joy, you will merit rejoicing in the salvation. So the attitude also is miracle mindset. Miracles also come to a person who's connected to the truth. And another thing is obviously thanking God, according to Rabbi Rush, thanking God for your problems also merits salvation. The reason, again, why is because when you're, connect, when you're putting the name Yurke Bavke, which is kindness, and test, which is 86, it's the numerical value 112. It says, Yaakov Avinu crossed the Yavok River. What does that mean practically? It means that he, he, he was able to see everything as one. He saw everything as a test. And that became the miracle. So, the advice today is, whatever you're going through, try to look at it as a challenge, not a test. Not, try to look at it as a challenge and not a threat. And most importantly, recognize that these tests... You will, to the extent of the test that you're going through will be the extent of the miracle that you're going to go through. So try to surrender to a much bigger picture. Try to keep the negativity aside and just try to be focused on the miracles coming. And again, it, you have to show the trust. You have to pass the test. Because if you don't pass the test, the sea won't split. But it's not really dependent on God. It's really dependent upon you. He, he just reacts. Kabbalah means, as below, so is above. Whether or not you can do something below will trigger a stimulus on high. This is the, great, the greatest thing about, about these concepts are that we can always change our day by doing something positive. You know, a, a positive thing gives you a positive... The reward for doing a positive deed is you'll get another opportunity to do another positive deed. The reward for a negative deed is you'll get another negative thing to do. So if you see the pattern, our job is really, really to break that pattern. To break that pattern and get into positivity. And when we do that, then obviously what comes next is kindness and mercy. May God bless all of you that we should all have miracles and most importantly, to have the strength to pass these tests. Because once you're in these storms, 
they look much larger than what they are. And they look unbearable and they look unsurmountable and they look like there's no way out. And our brain is like quicksand. Right? What does quicksand do? Every single time you move, you just go deeper and deeper. That's the way we, we think. We think like we're gonna, we just make it worse and worse. We need to just let go. We just need to let go and let the, let the storm pass. And if we're able to do that, then miracles will come. This, this is with children. This is with marriage. This is with life. This is with, it's with every aspect of your life. Don't worry. Your creator knows how to get your attention. He knows exactly how to get your attention. He knows, he knows what bothers you. He knows exactly. He's got everything tailor-made for you, my friend. God should help us. Have a great day.